Um, right now we're about to go into our relationship uh, segment right now, and it's the one and only. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Cal. Cal. So it's been a few weeks since we've been here. So what's going on with you guys? Anything new going on? No, 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 no nothing over here. Same old, same old with same us old. as well. Parenthood working. Same Amen. old, same old. Amen. I'm um, blessed. <laughs> all right. So, um, so this week, because uh, I know we do a lot of talking about relationships and you know how to have a healthy marriage and you know coming together and having that holistic you know unit under Christ um, but this week I wanted to flip it a little bit and talk about having a healthy relationship with yourself one of the the models that I like to to live by is if you want to love someone or if you want to be in a relationship with someone first you have to be in a relationship with yourself and it can't just be any old relationship it got to be yeah. one where you are you know loving on yourself and you have a, a healthy relationship and a healthy view of yourself I, I i tell myself and, and people all the time if, if you're not good then you can't be good for anybody else uh so what what, what sparked this uh topic for me this week was everything that's going on in the media and you know things that are you know we're seeing and hearing uh one of the things was the uh surviving r kelly uh docuseries that aired a few weeks ago and um I'm not sure if you all uh, I didn't watch it. Watch it. So get, I'm going to give you a, a short synopsis. So it was a, a six-part series, and it was... Um, six. Yeah, six, six <laughs> parts. <laughs> she long. said six. And you haven't had an album out in the last six years. You got right. six parts. <laughs> anyway. Oh, six-part series. Um, but it, uh, it documented... Uh, the, the stories of, of young ladies and a uh, young woman, uh, age, age range from uh, 12 years old, very young, to about 40 years old. And it was a plethora of women who were telling their stories and their uh, experiences with R. Kelly. And I'm, I'm no one to judge, so I'm not here to judge him or anything that happened or to judge the case. But um, what, what I saw a, a, a running theme was a lot of uh brokenness and a lot of uh self-hate a lot of um uncertainty within themselves how is it that the and this this isn't you know an extreme case because i mean we don't often you know see celebrities like that but how how is it that these young women and these older women in their 30s and 40s you know get to a place where they were in these crazy unhealthy relationships i mean they were looking for something that was positive they were looking for something that was healthy granted he mm -hmm. was a, a a celebrity but they were looking for something that was healthy and they ended up in something that was the complete opposite um another thing that that's been you know going on that we've been seeing is uh the the dirty john uh series that was yes. uh based on uh, i saw that story. crazy right yes crazy 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 and you know how, how many you know women do we know in our, our personal lives who have dare i say been duped you know into these relationships and they are, you know, now, you know, married to someone for, you know, 5, 10, 20 years. And you wake up and you're like, well, how in the world 
did I get here? You know, this man is a serial killer or he's a serial cheater or, you know, he's, you know, living on a DL. You know, he's, you know, sleeping with men and whatnot. You know, how did I get here? And, you know, not to put blame on any of these women at all, but life, like, how did you get to that point in life where you are just in an unhealthy relationship with someone else? And mostly it starts because you weren't in a healthy relationship with yourself. You didn't learn how to be in a healthy relationship with yourself. And how do you define a healthy relationship with yourself? I would define a a healthy relationship with yourself as one uh, having a a high sense of uh, self-integrity. So holding yourself to specific standards knowing what you want knowing what you don't want knowing what you will and will not accept and tolerate and also being able to accept the things that you cannot change also accepting life experiences and the failures that come with life because we we have we have to learn from those those failures and also accepting the fact that we're not perfect Mm-hmm. nobody's perfect you're not going to get it right all the time you're not going to be the best at everything all the time and just accepting that we're human you know god created created us to to be on this earth and to to be successful and to to share his word and to you know bring others to christ but just knowing that you know we are human we we are broken as well um and and that that's what i think of is is a high sense of a uh, self-integrity is having that good relationship with yourself being able to to check in with yourself on on you know time to times weekly basis hey how am i doing how am i feeling where am i at where's my headspace you know how how is you know my life uh being seen you know in the world how are others uh viewing me how am i trying to portray myself all of that i believe is uh having a healthy relationship uh with yourself uh, because if, if you have that set standard and you have that he- healthy standard with yourself, you are less likely to get into relationships and not just romantic relationships, but you're less likely to get into relationships with anyone mm-hmm. where you are, you know, feeling less than or you're taken advantage of or you end up in a situation where you just, you know, start to go crazy. Um so you that that that's you no what longer remain. You won't stay re- in that relationship mm-hmm. because you don't know what a person you know mm-hmm. anything about a person until You're you really. get someone in the relationship with them. But right. once these are women who are in these relationships and they remained in them mm-hmm. even though they were not mm-hmm. healthy relationships. Yeah. yeah, and and also like you said, they remain in these relationships. But when do you know how to get out? When when do right. you say? enough is enough like I, I can't right. stay here I can't tolerate this I I look in a mirror That's and I don't even recognize the person that mm-hmm. I'm looking at yes. in the mirror who who is this this person that I have now become uh, so definitely being self-aware uh, definitely you know knowing those things about yourself um, and, and, and being able to spot the red flags I know we had a, a discussion about that before uh like when you you meet people and and again not just necessarily a uh, a romantic relationship 
what what are you putting out to that person and what are they giving back to you what are these these red flags i I look at the uh the dirty john uh series and you know this this woman and, and not to call her you know dumb or stupid but she married this man within eight weeks mm-hmm. and there were a lot of a lot red, of red flags, flags. Mm-hmm. i mean to the point where you know it just nothing added up he was lying about his occupation he was saying you know he was a doctor or an anesthesiologist yeah. and he worked here he worked there she didn't do any of her her background, no background checks check. Like he came with no family, no friends. How is it that you marry someone and you've never even met their family? Never you don't even, even been to their house. Never, mm. Right. Did she even get an address? Like yes. he was like he always came to her house. Like how is it that you you missed all of these red flags? What right. was it about this person that made you set all your standards aside and say, you know, I'm going to marry him after eight weeks. What was it that, you know, that she said in her mind? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's Sam. just me. That's just me. It, <laughs> well, it's not really like I this. I think this in that me. instance, too, it was more so of how he presented it to her because mm-hmm. he was very manipulative. So he was just telling her things that she needed to hear. Because if I remember correctly, she had already been been married four times. Four times. Mm-hmm. And so that's right there does say a lot. Mm-hmm. And so even on the date, regardless of how he showed up looking for the date, he was just picking her for information and Mm -hmm. then just saying things so she put her i felt like she just let her vulnerable side um out there and so it was like he was just telling her everything she Mm -hmm. wanted to hear and she was just melting (laughs) in these words Mm -hmm. so when she just they decided to go to vegas they didn't go to vegas to get married no they just went and Mm -hmm. so you know him being as manipulative as he was you know, had her right there. Let's go get married. Okay. <laughs> you know, because why? He was telling her all these things. Um, so she was rebound. It wasn't even, I can't even say rebound because it sounded like she had been single for a long time. Mm-hmm. Although she was married for a time, she was single for a long time. And um, she had been out on different dates or whatever. She, she met him on the dating website. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the d- number one no no is you meet somebody on a dating website that you don't let them come to your home. Day one for the first date. Me, I don't even know him. Never saw him other than, you know, talking. So, so you, you don't do that. Sense. But one of the things that I've learned, and this was just from childhood up, how I was raised, was, you know, my parents always telling me how beautiful I was, how great I am, even when I was failing at things, when I didn't um, have a hard time, <laughs> like how. You know, just, you know, the little things I did, they instilled in me that I'm good. I'm somebody. So when guys, you know, come along and they want to flatter me, yeah, I can flatter you, but it don't, I don't have to take it like, oh my God, they found me because I already know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. So that, you and, and I think that's where a lot of these ladies end up falling at not knowing really who they are so when somebody comes along and then it's like oh then they're giving them things Mm -hmm. you know they get so caught up in the material stuff i think with the r kelly these young girls you know it was the titles i got this man you know my oh i'm his woman you know because that's r kelly he's in the spotlight Mm -hmm. you know what profit a man to gain the whole world lose his own soul 
and, and that's what's what's happening to them. They were lose. They lost themselves mm-hmm. to the point where they were becoming physically abused. I'm talking a lot. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That 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 was really. But good. I think I, what mm-hmm. you're saying, if they in like with him, I think these girls were like 12, 14. They had no idea who they were because at 12, I didn't know what really. Right. I was being exactly. taught, you know, learning mm-hmm. how to. How, not so much that they told me who I was. Like they they told me I was great, but they helped me see it for myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't need somebody to tell me that I'm great because I know I can see within me that you know I'm great at some you know. Something. But at twelve, you did. At twelve, I didn't know. Yeah. I was being taught being how taught to, to right, to but being taught how yourself. to see and how to examine mm-hmm. myself, and then say, "Hey, well, what can you do? You know, if this isn't going this way, so what can you do? What's in your ability to make it great so that you can move forward?" All right. Well, not not the the harp on the uh, R. Kelly thing, but how how did these girls come into his like? Right, where were their parents? Yeah, like, did he just like? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm asking. Like, is it is it shown in the series or something? Yeah, or? yeah. So, a lot of the the young ladies uh, that he met, he would go out to like the different high schools or like to the malls to kind what? of pick up the young girls. High schools. But the thing is, is people knew mm-hmm. like people like people in high places like the principal of the school like there were law enforcement that knew i mean even some of the parents knew and what he was dangling in front of them is oh you can sing or you know you can do this i i can make you famous and they were holding on to this dream of oh i can you know get a record deal i can blow up i can you know be famous you know eric kelly he's up and coming he has all these connections he's going to take me under his wing and you know then i'm going to come up you know right under him as his protege and i'm going to you know to be famous um so he recruited them basically does he have any proteges yeah he had uh, Aaliyah right the singer Aaliyah I know but Aaliyah's passed that's years ago I'm talking about (laughs) oh since her I don't think since her I I can't even think of anybody that he's he's had under She, no. well, she she was she was she? one yeah. but then she kind of like fell off because one of the the young ladies in a documentary that they identified was related to sparkle and then that's when her career uh kind of got sidelined because she kind of spoke up against it um wow. but but I, I i do hear what you guys are saying and, and it brings me, brings me to my next point is the community and and the village yeah we gotta hold everybody accountable for young ladies and and young men as well learning who they are and having that sense of uh self-integrity um and i I don't want to leave the men out in the room as well because men also you know they they get into relationships as well they kind of you know (laughs) 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 they they do y'all don't like to talk about it you know you know y'all egos y'all egos but um no, men get into, you know, relationships. That's why they get into abusive relationships or these crazy relationships with these crazy females. And it's like, how did you get here? Um, and in and, and, and the field that I'm in, because uh, you guys know I'm a therapist as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, you know, bring it home to, to the Philadelphia area. I, I don't know if you guys know, but there is like a... Um, there, there is not like there is a, a sex trafficking, you know, yeah. ring that's going on here in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and the surrounding communities, Bucks County, Montgomery mm-hmm. County. You know, these young boys, young girls, even, you know, persons in their 20s, you know, they're they're being, you know, recruited into this life It's like, how do you get into these situations with people when you because you, you don't know who you are, you, you don't know yourself and and 
we, we have to hold everybody accountable. Where's the parents? Where's the church? Where, yeah. Where's the neighbors? Where, yes. What are we doing as a community to raise up, you know, this generation or even even older women? Because we, we need mentoring, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's women in their 40s and 50s who, you know, been married or divorced or, you know, never married. But they end up in these crazy situations. Like, where is the community? Who do we hold accountable? Do we hold the black church accountable? Do we do we hold the parents accountable? Do we hold the grandparents accountable? Do we hold the neighbors accountable? Like where is the village these days? So that well, we that's can start the building issue too, up? because you know when when I was coming up, there was a village. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the neighbors. You know, my friends' parents. You know, we all lived on the block, and you know, we all they watched out for us. My mother mm-hmm. watched out for their kids. Um, today. <clears throat> It's like, don't you dare say anything to my child. You know, if you say something or you go and you tell a parent, you know, with their child, you know, you saw their child doing something, you, they will curse you out today. Mm -hmm. So now it's like nobody already knew it or they already knew it. (laughs) But most of the time you go and try to tell them something about their child, they're cursing you out. So now it's like nobody's saying anything. So the village has sort of dwindled, hushed, just really mm-hmm. just dwindled. Nobody sees nothing until and nobody has nothing to say until it hits their house. Mm-hmm. Then it's everybody speak up. But did you speak up when it happened to right. her son? Hit, right. right. Or did you speak up when, you know, it happened to this one's child, you know, but nobody's saying anything. And it's like it's, it's like. I don't, I don't want to say people don't care, but I think people care more about themselves, their feelings. Um, they're not going to put themselves in those positions, you know, to get hurt or anymore. So it's unfortunately the, our younger generation is really um, paying for it. I think partially is a lack of community accountability. You know I mean? Because back in the day, you know, your neighbors could whoop you. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. did something bad. But mama can't whoop you exactly so the law the mother can't DHS be. getting called <laughs> right, then you go back it's like is the law created to separate the, the black the families family. it's like so it's I, I don't I wouldn't say it's separated to you know to, it's created to separate the black family I, I, on that issue I think it's just separating families all together because mm-hmm. I do see some Caucasian kids I remember the Caucasian lady who spanked her child in a car, I think the little girl must have been acting up in that mall, mm-hmm. and a video camera caught her, you mm-hmm. know, spanking the little girl, and she wasn't abusing her, she was tearing them legs up, mm-hmm. and um <laughs> she was, I, I love, listen I got a lot of whooping, so I I laugh at little kids when I see them getting spanked, not abused, <laughs> not abused but spanked, I be cracking up mm-hmm, she got you, right? <laughs> yeah, but like, one of the things I'll say is in reference to um, ha- having a healthy relationship and what happened to our community and, and things that may have changed is um, drugs and the crack academic epidemic, mm-hmm. um, which now they call it the opioid epidemic. But when you didn't have your mothers in the house or your fathers in the house and now you're being raised by your grandparents and your grandparents really wasn't the kind of grandparents their parents were where they were in church and they, they were younger grandparents. And then you had persons that were dying. So it our community changed. Yes. And so with that community change, we went from being a communal, a commun- communalistic to being individualistic. So everybody was worrying about their own home. So mm-hmm. now I got grandma in the house with five kids 
kids, no grandpa, uncle in and out on drugs, mom is dead, this person, and all of it falls on her. So now I'm on welfare, I'm still trying to work on, I'm already on um, some type of disability, trying to take care of these five kids right here. It wasn't like it was back in the 80s and the 70s where people had the church and people took other people's kids in and things like that. You starting to worry about your own. Yeah, and then as we grew up watching that, it was like, okay, well, when I get mine, I'm going to have my own. And then you leave and you and, you, and everybody's doing their own thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then that whole push off to go to college and push off to be better than is like a crab in a barrel type of thing. In the 90s, they started really pushing for us to go to school. So the, the kids who are, are, you know, the 2000 kids is like, most of us are in college or went to college or if you didn't go to college, mm-hmm. you you were looked down upon where the generation before, as long as you had a job, you were cool. Many mm-hmm. of them sold drugs, had cars, the girls you're supposed to get with a guy who had a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So it was like the, the different generations changed. So when it comes to having a healthy relationship with yourself it, and where's the village and where's our community, it goes back to things that has happened to our community that then has affected us individually and then our families overall kind of pulled back. And that whole connectiveness that we had is no longer there. And I think you said something real, really good. It was, you know, the, with the girls that told you get with a guy who has a little bit of money. And I think with these, especially with a lot of these stars and athletes, that's how a lot of them get pushed into these unhealthy relationships because, and they tolerate it because they got a little bit of money. And it's okay, you know, when they go out, you know, even the spouses, when they go out and they cheat and now you got this big scandal, now they, okay, they're going to buy you this big old diamond ring, this big $100,000 car and tell the whole world how, you know, that's just showing you how much you love mm-hmm. them. But, and they get caught up in that materialistic stuff. They get caught up in that and not push to say, hey, learn to make your own money. Learn to be a real help me to bring something. Um, one of the things my mother always taught me, you know, was if he died today or tomorrow even if you had a great relationship and boom he walked outside and dropped dead or got hit by a car and died can you maintain do you have the ability to maintain working as a nurse working in the nursing homes i saw so many women and i mean older women where the husbands was there you know they were um you know on their deathbed and the women didn't even know how to write checks you know sometimes they will bring the checkbooks up i would never do it but some of the other nurses will help them pay bills because they didn't even know how to write a check it was i don't know what to do i don't know he handled everything like they didn't have the ability to do it it's one thing to not do it because the spouse wants to do it but just believe if you die today or tomorrow i can pick it up and keep it going mm-hmm. and that's the sad that's the part because we're not give, these young people aren't given the tools to be independent and i think that that's that's a generational um habit so even when you look at some of these these younger ladies nowadays it's um all about being an independent woman i don't need a man for anything you go to school career first now you're a doctor or now you're a lawyer and you really can't find anybody you can't, really can't find a man because it was all about i can do it on my own whereas your grandma or great grandma i stayed at home i took care of the kids he worked I, as long as the bills was paid and the lights was on i didn't ask questions yeah he went to the speakeasies and was sleeping with everybody in the neighborhood as long as the house was taken care of we were good and so they didn't ask too many questions because everything seemed to be good whereas now you have their grandchildren and great-grandchildren to solve that and now they're doing the opposite mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be like her i'm gonna go out and get my own job get my own money i don't need no man hang on nobody gonna and then you can't get married but or you the can't. reason and i think the reason that they 
develop that mentality of you know i'm not going to be like us because although grandma was there and we're good everything is good inside the house where the people outside didn't see you saw her brokenness you they they saw the hurt they heard the whimpering the crying you know and as they say oh you know they don't they don't argue trust me you know you can hear the words the argument right and feel the tension so they saw grandma being hurt Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm so although you know the women that then they they put up with it but it wasn't healthy for them right you know they think everything is paid for i'm living okay you know the bills are paid for but inside i'm broken my heart is broken so then these young girls they go out today and it's like oh you know i'm hard and they still don't know how to have a healthy relationship because Mm -hmm. now it's all about i can do this but you don't know how to let anybody in this brick wall is up Mm-hmm. And they miss out on a good man, or they get a good man and abuse him. Yes, and I think that also that also ties into the sex trafficking. So you see a lot of that here. Not well, it's all over, but definitely yeah. here in Philadelphia. And you try to figure out how did these these young girls get with these men? How did they find them? Why is it okay for th- this young? I mean, not that it's okay, but how is this going on? And you see this, like you you, you even with um when you were talking about women who allow things to happen. Like I think his name is Pastor Gray. My pastor was just talking about this today. Yeah. And he was cheating with his wife there on the, the road to divorce, and he buys her a two hundred thousand dollar car. It's like a hush gift, and she stayed with him, and you know it makes everything look good and look great. So how do you have a healthy relationship with yourself when you're a pastor or you're a first lady? Or because I mean, that doesn't make you just because you have those titles doesn't make you perfect. Exactly. But how do you then, as a leader, as a as a person overseeing other people, if you're broken on the inside, maybe you should take a step back, sit down. Heal, figure things out and then and then yeah. come back so when you're talking about r kelly and you're talking about um the dirty john you're talking about just pretty much all of these things that's going on it all goes back to having a, a, a godly self-centered healthy relationship with yourself and being able to check in and know and have the healthy balance right i look at this thing with vicky yohi and this pastor whoever he is uh bishop david somebody taylor i don't this, know yeah know yeah, yeah this this was um you know vicky yohi the gospel singer oh, and yeah. you know she ended up in a relationship um unhealthy um unholy relationship with this man and you know he's um i i seen her videos i watched a couple and then i seen one video that he had um, put up and apparently he's manipulated over 40 something women sleeping with these so you know his spiritual daughters um you know the uh, the women in the church you know that are like his armor bearers and you know they it's a real mess to the body of Christ really um but I watch her and um just I was really shocked by her I followed her music you know for a long time and but it also lets me know just because somebody saved, you know, that inside of that person is very easy to be caught up when they start telling you the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. her eyes are open and, you know, she's re- she's she's repented, but she's also exposing him because so many women has um, contacted her about the manipulation and the things that he has done and he has said to them and really broke up a lot of marriages um, where he's supposed to be counseling women you know apparently he was sleeping with them it is, it's a mess but um, just listening and watching her um, you know I, I listened to what she was saying about herself and I was like wow how did she get there you know and just listening to her like you know hey it happened I was messed up 
But I'm glad I, I, I see now. All right. We're going to take a one song break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Praise the Lord on G Time Radio. My girl, reaching back a little bit. Joanne Rosario. Yeah, that's Joanne Rosario. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. I'm sorry I have to cut this song, but uh, we're about to get back into this uh, this topic right now with the Mar- with Kelly March and the marches, and we're marching, and here we are. We're back on Praise the Hey, hey, hey. We're so back. I just have a question for you, Kelly. Like, how, how do we um, help, you know, our sisters, our daughters, our nieces, you know, our neighbors our clientele you know our brothers yes our brothers um <clears throat> to really look in be able to love themselves because that's basically yeah the issue i would say it starts with just not ignoring it because we see it all the time and we often brush it off and say you know well, well maybe you know they're getting help here or you know i'm gonna let their mom deal with it or i'm gonna you know let the church deal with it but we can't ignore it. If we see something that's happening, if we see yes. something that's going on, don't always just push it off and think somebody else got it. You got to be the person to get it. You, it. It's okay to have a conversation, you know, with somebody and just ask them, hey, what is going on? Right. You know, and coming from a, a loving Christ-centered perspective, right. I noticed so-and-so and so-and-so, or I noticed that you've been un- unhappy. I noticed that you stopped going to school, or I noticed that you dropped out of college. What's going on? Just have Mm -hmm. a real, raw conversation with them and see what kind of supports they have. If they don't have any supports, try to link them with some supports. Pray with them. First and foremost, Mm -hmm. pray with them. You know, invite them to know Christ if they don't know Christ yet. Um, Just introduce them to some people who you know who may have been in that situation to kind of reach out to them, connect them with some people. Because the only way to, like, really heal is if you have a support system. You have to have connections. You cannot heal alone right. if you go in for surgery and you you know have a heart surgery you, you need people to help care for you and that's the same thing with with mental health if you are going through something if you've experienced trauma or you've you know been you know really down you're depressed you're struggling with anxiety it's, it's, it's like a heart condition it's just a condition of the brain you need support you need people around you and if you see somebody you just got to go in and maybe you you need to be that first line of support for them mm-hmm. um Secondly, I would say some people really do deal with some serious mental health issues. Some people have really experienced childhood trauma and it kind of manifests mm-hmm. in their, you know, their teenage years or their adult years, which is why they do end up in, you know, these unhealthy relationships with people. Really, you know, try to help them to get to a point where they can accept that they do need help. I mean, there's there's plenty of help in, in, in Philadelphia. We have uh, the department of uh, human services, DHS, um, IDS, which is uh, intellectual disabilities. Like there's so many free services out here. You know, if you're suicidal, I mean, there's the suicide hotline. If you know, you experience domestic violence, you know, there's women against rape. You know, there's, there's so many programs that we just got to tap into and people don't know about it right here in Philly. Just connect them, give, give them the numbers, you know, look it up online so that they can actually deal with that, stuff that they got underneath so they can get unstuck but also just being there being that person in their corner because they need that support to heal amen so um uh 
you know, looking at those shows and looking at everything that's been that's been um, been breaking down, I think that people are more are just what I, I, I've observed. They're more are victims of systems, and then from that system, they become susceptible to people like that. It's like you 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 basically trained. I, like I given. I'm not gonna talk about Vicky, but I'm just talking about leadership in general mm-hmm. we always don't challenge leadership don't say anything nobody if you you say anything you're against god we all and, and it put us in a box pretty much where we were like I'm, I'm scared to say anything i'm scared to do anything i don't want to speak out therefore when a person and and that and that category or, or representing that that um that person in leadership that, yeah, thank you that person in leadership says something to me I feel like I'm obligated or that I'm just supposed to just fall in line and do these things. Like, you know, I want you to come overnight and do such, such, such for me. And somebody like the Catholic church. Yeah. 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 And for yeah. years. I mean, how can you have people from the East coast to the West coast from, from, you know, all have the same testimony. I allowed my kids to go here. I, you know, I was trying to speak up and people told me that I was against God, that the community was going to turn on me. And, you know, pretty much America is set up on systems. You know what I mean? I mean everywhere, but I'm just saying. But how do? Because how do you process that information? So many do I come out to church? Do I come out of um, uh, this place where I work and this is my livelihood? You know what I mean? Well, well, see, that's that's been a failing of doctrine for years because we've been so busy about empowering the church, we've been empowering the real church, it's the people. That go yeah, but look at but look at the college that um, what, what was the guy? What college was it when um, the guy was raping the little boys up? Um, Penn State. Penn State yeah. up in Penn oh, yeah. State. Yeah. And, and and the board, you know, the assistant coach, he knew. It's like, yeah, I seen the little boys in, in, in the shower with him. You know what I mean? But it's like, but if I say something, I don't have no job. I don't have no job. I don't feed my family. And then I'm, I'm going to be blackballed because whatever they say, it's just going to, it's going to perpetuate, you know, it's going to follow me no matter where I go. So even in, even this, although it's the church, it's still a system. I mean, you know what right, I mean? I'm just specializing, saying yeah, specializing. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, church, give to your pastor. Listen to what your pastor. It's like, what are you doing for the people? Yeah, like, forget what I'm doing for the pastor. Like, yeah. what are you doing right. for the people that come there? Because without the people, there's no that church. Community. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's, that's, a whole nother. <laughs> that's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true because that's what the church is there for. Right? Amen. The people. Yeah. I think that we've come to. A, I think that we've come to a place of. Um, Acceptance, I guess is the best word to put it, is that everybody wants to be accepted. So when you see something that you may not agree with, um, with a grown man or grown woman having or child abuse, let's just say that how okay. it's going down, mm-hmm. um, you don't want to judge that person. Until it's one of your children or until somebody you care about, you may notice, oh, yeah, we know that yeah. that's, he's a minister and he smokes weed. We know that this person is married, but they over here having um, sex with this other woman or man or whatever you keep you mind your own business you because you got dirt and you got stuff that you want people to maybe i drink a little bit maybe i cuss outside and i don't want you to judge me for the little bit of dirt that i do so when i'm seeing this stuff going on like we just come to from yeah i feel like we had come to this place of acceptance because when you speak out you don't want nobody to come back at you about the dirt that you do like you're not perfect you wear clothes that's too small like it's like oh now your feelings are hurt so it's like for me i feel like we even at work like we were talking about this before um but it's like even at work like you stay away from those those things and those people that you know are going to be um offensive to you or people who are going to be on the opposite end of you the same thing happens in church you click up and you connect with people who you who have who are of like mind and like spirits Mm -hmm. um and so when you're out here and you're seeing all of these things you see people 
people that may ab- abuse their children. Um, you don't want to say anything, but you, on the, you know that you probably shouldn't have punched your son in the face. Like maybe you could have popped them, but who am I to tell you how to? Because I got my kids, and you don't tell me how to do. My- Yeah, it, it, it is it is selfish, and it's also a crazy act. I told everybody it was crazy. But anyway, look, <laughs> we got to go. We got to sign off. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly did a wonderful job. Uh, therapist Kelly, so Kelly, Kelly March. We thank you guys so much. Pastor thank John, Pastor Manola, and, and therapist uh, Justin, Justin March. March. There you go. And my lovely wife, Sister A, Brother D. We all we, we see you guys next week. Much love. Much love to you. Please, 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 please. Love we out. Sell pills, anything to pay the bills, anything to bring that paper Gotta scratch that itch, gotta scratch them ticks, ain't rich, but I might be And I'ma shoot these flicks, I'ma turn these tricks, anything for a slight fee Yeah, made in America, mama told me that I belong here Had to earn our stripes, had to learn our rights, had to fight for a home here But I wouldn't know a thing about that, all I know is drugs and rap I probably could have been some kind of doctor, instead of holding guns and crack I was born in the mainland, great grandpa from a strange land He was stripped away and given bricks to lay I guess you could say he a slave hand But I was made in America, so I don't know a thing about that All I know is Uncle Sam looking for me, working on his corner so I know I gotta pay tax Getting paid in America, I was raised in America And this is all I ever known, if I'm wrong then you better come save me America Welcome to America. 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 Man, I die for America. I serve my time for America. Got shot, shot back, went to war, got back, and ain't nobody give a jack in America. I could've lost my life, why I lost my wife? I can't even get right in my homeland. Cold sweats, whole text, paranoid, looking out for a threat in my own land I was trained in America, how they get up in the planes in America Flew right into the buildings, taking out the buildings, people getting killed in America And I'm still in America, no America ain't feeling me I went to war for this country, turn around, came home and you grilling me When y'all free here, saying you don't wanna be here Well you probably couldn't breathe here, if I didn't load a couple magazines here Y'all just complain in America, I'm jumping out of military planes from America Hey, I was made in America, that's why I'm out here saving America I got a brother in the cemetery now cause he wanted y'all safe And everybody wants the freedom but nobody want to hear about faith We bled for America, to keep y'all fed in America But what's the point of talking, a lot of y'all don't really even care, America
to America. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. I wish I lived in America Wanna raise my kids in America Heard everybody rich, all I gotta do is run, jump, kick I'm a hit in your area uh, So please pick me America I know you probably never loved me You never hear about me on the news And you probably never been to my country I hear you selling education And got clothes that you throw away Got plenty food in your nation I can tell cause a lot of y'all are overweight I already work for y'all I'm in the sweatshops making these shirts for y'all Now nah, I ain't getting money, go to bed hungry But I make some exports for y'all Y'all don't know a thing about that You was made in America I'm trying to find me a ticket where the sky is the limit Catch a plane to America It should be plain to America Y'all blessing, you got it made Heard y'all don't pray no more, y'all ain't say no more Y'all looking for another way well, I hope it ain't true, but I'm packing my suit Farewell to my motherland Say bye to my loved ones, fate, here I come I'm going to another land I done made it to America I'm amazed at America But I couldn't get approval to stay So they sent me away from America If you're feeling kinda lame Cause nobody knows your name Gotta stand up right in front of the crowd Don't you know that you were made For something more than just a fade You're a beauty and you gotta know how So when they laugh all night When they say Take you to a place. You gotta dance on. Let me see you get your dance hands on. Put your hands in the air, do that right left step. Let me see you get your dance hands on. Don't let them look down, cause you're a little young. Let me see you get your dance hands on. You gotta dance on. Let me see you get your dance hands on. So you know what you believe, and you really wanna scream. Shake it up, you'd be a fool if anybody heard you start in a storm. But I never read where it's at to be calm and collect. Last I checked, we got some mountains to move. So get out your seat, get on your feet. We got some earth shaking to do, yeah. And then they laugh all night. They may say you ain't tight. Then you know that you're doing something right. And if they call you names, then you just need a break. Let me take you, take you, take you to a place. You gotta